Hey, I'm Mia. And I'm Cindy. And welcome to Whole Lot of Baca. For the next few weeks, we'll be discussing My Hero and AOT, but today we'll be beginning our first series on My Hero Season 1 through 5. Spoiler alert, we will be overviewing all of Seasons 1 and 2, so if you haven't watched My Hero yet, feel free to join us next week when we discuss Seasons 1 and 2 of Attack on Titan. All of our listeners out there are doing good too. How about you, Sid? I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm doing good because uh, today we're gonna be talking about my favorite anime of all time. As soon as we started talking about Mizuku in this podcast, I want to do this first. And today we'll be talking about My Hero Academia season one, and then maybe a short intermission, and we'll talk about two. Okay. Yeah, let's see how it goes. All right. So, what would be your favorite part? Of the whole season? Of, yeah, the whole season one. My favorite part of the season is the end. <laughs> the end? Yeah, that's when the villains come in. Oh, true. Yeah, Mia, you're a big villains person, I guess. Yeah, I'm always a big villains person, so for me, that was the best part of the season. How about you? My, I don't think I actually have a favorite season. I think my favorite se- my favorite part of the season, I think that I, I like meeting all the, the, the characters and their quirks and what they're gonna do, and then the teachers and whatnot. So, and the diversity yeah. of everybody. Like, you've got people who, like, commonly Woods, who is Woods, yeah. <laughs> essentially. And then you have um, just Deku, who is a human. Yeah, a regular quirkless human. A regular quirkless person. Which, so. by the way, in this universe is very rare. Only 20% of people don't have quirks. Right. A majority of people have quirks of some type, whether it's like, I don't know, cell rejuvenation or powers like All Might. One for all is the best power out there. Honestly, yeah. I would say the second would be, you know, Kashaw Explosion. He's one of my, my favorites. Third's Todoroki. My to- favorite. Fire and Ice. Fire and Ice, half hot, half cold. My second would have to be... I think my second would be Todoroki. Yeah. Your first, Todoroki, my second. Um, what about your second? My second is definitely the homeroom teacher, Aizawa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, my third, if we're talking student-wise, I would say Kirishima. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to throw a teacher in there, it'll, it'll probably also be Aizawa. Um, but what would your third be? My third would definitely be, student-wise, Kachan. Because it's kind of uh, hard not to love Kachan. Why would Kachan be your third, Mia? <laughs> why is he my third? Because I like the mellow, broody boys better than I like the angry, bad boys. Okay. So he's got to be three on my list. I'll give you that. But okay. as far as teachers, All Might is my number three. Because I really like All Might and how he is kind of like split personality. He goes from being Superman to like a little dingy hobo that spits out blood. <laughs> but he does do it he does do it randomly though like weird conversation like this and he's like "Ah!" because he's just like oh it's killing me so how do you feel about the ending of it since that was your first your favorite part how did you feel about the ending the ending Hmm. so basically at the end 
is like their training and then the villains show up in the middle of their training to fight villains mm-hmm. so it's kind of ironic I like I can yeah. appreciate irony mm-hmm. so they show up and they're trying to fight all the teachers and they're getting beat and like you think they're dead and like the kids are crying and it seems all helpless and then All Might comes and saves the, the day but even he seems really helpless yeah and so they are really freaking powerful like they almost yeah. surpass All Might but only because All Might's injured. If he was at 100%, those no moves would be nothing for him. Oh, 100%, yes. I but I think he w- he's only able to last with that form, I think, for only an hour? Yeah, I, w- I would say about an hour. Yeah. Know, maybe, yeah. Something like that, yeah. But then before that, of course, he has to like go save you know, burglars and cats of trees and stuff like that. So it's walking like, old ladies across the yeah, street. Yeah, walking old ladies across the street. <laughs> it's like, bro, you got a certain amount of time and you got a class to teach, bro. Like, I know. Honestly, I was so not happy about that. I, I'm like, if you had, oh my, if you had just gotten there maybe 30 minutes before, the kids would be saved and you would be over-exuberating yourself. Right, and I feel like it was so cliche that he just wasn't there, like, yes. when he was supposed to be teaching. Yeah. Suddenly he's, like, into his celebrity hero mode where he's like, oh, I'm going to help this old lady with her groceries. I think that he's supposed to be, like, that one irresponsible person. Is he really? I think he, in my mind, I think that he's supposed to be, like, that one character that doesn't really have responsibility or that adult that doesn't have responsibility. Because you got Mike and Aozawa and all that stuff. They all have, like, authority over the children. The children don't take him as a joke. And I think the kids do kind of take on as a joke, but not at the same time. They're his He's their hero. Um, Right. But, like, he has no responsibility. Honestly, I think you're right. And when I think that... When it comes to being a teacher, when it comes to being a teacher, my bad. We can say to life as well, because yeah. why would he choose Deku as his successor? The first time he meets Deku and he's basically crying because he's about to die. Literally, like, the, the snot's dripping down his nose yeah. and the whole dramatic scene that Deku always does. And then he's crying again when he's saving Kachan the entire time. <laughs> he's crying when... He gets oh chosen. God. He gets chosen. He's, He's crying on the, ground, on the beach. <laughs> on the ground, on his hands and his holding face. his chest, holding like his he's chest. about to have a heart attack. Oh my, you chose me of all people. And at that point, I'm pretty sure all my just like I shouldn't. <laughs> I should have definitely gone with the kid who was getting killed by the sludge monster. Yeah. But honestly, could you choose him? He was like going full psycho for no reason. Over a kid who's trying to help. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because like. If he's telling somebody that's helping him to get away from him, I don't... He I'm got a few a few screws are missing up there. Dude. He's literally getting possessed by a slime monster, trying to fill in all his little orifices and everything. And he's And he does not want help. But it... Just because it's coming from Deku. But I don't even think that's it. I think it was, if it was anybody, he still would have been just as pissed. You think so? I think... I feel like it's just Deku. Caught, no, I think... Well, he was at probably 110% mad because of Deku, <laughs> but I think that if it was somebody else, it would be only like maybe 100, 99% mad. Maybe only 98. <laughs> yeah, maybe 98. Yeah, you know, um, if Kirishima came to help him, he, 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 he wouldn't would, care as much. Uh, I think he still would have been mad at Kirishima, but like maybe not as much with Deku, but like... Yeah, because Kirishima wouldn't have cared. Yeah, and but Deku knows how much Kachan hates him, and he's like, God, I'm still going to help you. You've been my, my quote, friend. Quote. Friend. All <laughs> our lives, but you know what I want to know? But why is it in anime, especially in this one, that when two people hate each other, that it's established that they're best friends? 
I have no idea. Because I've seen nothing out of all of season one that would tell me that Deku and Kachan are friends. Because that is Deku, not at all the word I would use. Because Deku is a little leech. Like, Kachan has his posse, his group yeah. of, like, what, two or three other boys? <laughs> and here comes Deku. Like, Honestly, I understand why Kachan hates him. Like, leave me alone. Just, I would be just as annoyed. <laughs> I would be just as pissed. It's been five years and I still hate you. Like, why reason, are you still here? The only reason why that you even know who I am is because we live, like, in the same neighborhood. <laughs> Other than that, why? It's so funny because Deku always comes up to him like, Kachan, you're so amazing. And are you okay? Are you fine? <laughs> Help? And, and Kachan like, he's like, have you not learned your fucking lesson yet? Yes. Get away from me. Kachan just stares at him with this blank look like, I have tried my best to get away from you. I could literally punch you in the gut right now. And guess what? You would be right back here tomorrow. Telling, me how, my great my, telling me how great my right hook is. Like, come on now. <laughs> Go away. Meanwhile, the teachers and the parents are like, oh, they're best friends. They're best friends. How sweet. Look at them. What a great rivalry he has. <laughs> This is bullying. Oh, the, the blonde one is beating up the green-haired one. Oh, so cute. Boys will be boys. Like he's telling him he hates him and that he's gonna kill him and his entire family. How adorable. Superheroes. Just playing superheroes. Oh, how cute. Like no, what? Get away from me. Yeah, that always really bothers me in animes. But that's how you know that that you're gonna have like they're gonna be the pair that you're watching the whole time. So is that? Time. Would you say that that's something that you dislike about the season? Is how much they pair them up um not how much they pair them up but kind of like their attitudes towards each other because at first i mean kachan took a while to grow on me because at first i was kind of like dude what's your problem like i get it he's really annoying but like at the same time you don't have to be this angry about it kachan i wouldn't say immediately but almost immediately became my favorite yeah it took some time for me (laughs) my favorite at the beginning yeah, my favorite at the beginning was always All Might. And then it wasn't until later when I started meeting everyone else and I was where he got knocked down a little bit. He got knocked uh, a little bit? Oh, he's at number three. Okay. Still, he was number that one. That he's sharing with Kachan. Right. <laughs> but uh, what I would say that I disliked about the season? Maybe nothing. I, I honestly don't think that I didn't like anything really about the season. Like, I... I mean, you did say it's your favorite show. So why is it your favorite show? Like, what set it apart from other animes for you? Um, I liked it, or I like it, because powers. I love that. I'm a Marvel person as well, so, like, you know, we both are, but, like, I, I just gravitate more towards powers and, like, learning all the flaws, the in and outs of each one. Like, you know, Deku has one for all. But he can't use it at 100% right off the bat. Like, you know, All Might says that he could be able to do. Right. I really like that aspect of the mm-hmm. storyline, actually. Yeah, that he could, but he can't even, like, use it for 50%. Like, literally, mm-hmm. 1% and he's out cold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, to me, I just had a problem with Deku from the jump. You know, he's the main character. And I'm supposed to want to know what happens to the main character. I'm supposed to be really involved and interested in the main character. And I just wasn't for a very long time in this, in this season. And you know that because I almost stopped watching the show. Yes, guys. She literally... I told her to watch it because I was like, you're going to like this show. You are going to like it. And I think she 
that's the, probably the first time that you saw Deku crying, or at least more than once. Oh, you yeah. texted me, and I was just in bed, and she texted me, she's like, bro, I'm about to stop watching this. Like, why the fuck is Deku being such a bitch? Like, why does he always <laughs> yeah. cry and all that stuff? And I had to beg her to finish, because she was very close. You can't see my finger, but she was close. You know the little emoji where the fingers are just barely touching? Yeah, that was how close she was to <laughs> Yeah, and I just, I just could not get past that for such a long time. Also, I started watching it in English, which I should have known better because I don't like the dub of anything. But And I only watch it in dub. Which is amazing to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how well, you do it. <laughs> well, because when I first started watching, when I first started back watching anime, I think this was the one of the first ones. I watched other ones before this, but I think I might have taken like a hiatus. And I think like I just... I just started with English and just there were already two what three seasons out by that time so I watched all three of those seasons you know in English and I'm a person where once I started it one way I have to finish it one way so if there's a season 10 of this show I will be watching in English and she will not <laughs> so yeah, no. I just yeah that's just how I started um but I have I, but I do like That's fair enough. Yeah. So, you know, what? who would be your least favorite person? My least favorite person? Hmm, as of season one. As of season one. You know, I'll have to say that there's really no one yet that I don't like at this point. I know that we've met a few of those classmates. Um, Mineta's probably the only one that I definitely don't like for any reason. Same. 100% but, same. Yeah. I loathe Mineta. But I understand, you know, anime is always got to have the pervert, I The guess. pervert, but, like, it's just, like, go away, please. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, how did you get into UA? Why? The way he acts. <laughs> how do like, you get into class 1A? How are you here? How did you make it? How are you a hero? How do you want to be a hero? Yeah. I mean, we know why he wants to be a, a hero. He wants to meet with girls. That is true. <laughs> So I would say he's probably the only one that I definitely don't like. Uh, I would have no objection that he's probably my also least favorite person. We meet Shigaraki and the Nomus and Warpgate at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what was your opinion of them? Um, Shigaraki, a brat. Um, Warpgate, I think he's pretty cool. At first, I thought he was literally just like, he had no body, but it makes sense as to why he like, he should have body. Right. And they figure that out, which they're pretty freaking smart. And they figured out that he had a body because they figured that shit out before I did. Um, and the Nomus, I really thought that, like, All Might was going to be done. Like I know. At the I same, did too. But at the same time, it's like, you can't have the, like, the, he's not main character, but, like, the sensei, the master, the teacher of the new prodigy die. I guess so, yeah. I mean, they already had all the other teachers get beat to a pulp. I thought Aizawa was dead after the Nomu beat him. But, like, he wasn't, like, that, at that point, he wasn't the serious main character. Like, people probably started watching My Hero because of Deku and All Might. Not Aizawa. They don't know who Aizawa is until they start watching it. So that's why it was more like a, oh my god, oh my might die. But Aizawa, it's like, oh no, I don't know if he is going to continue being the show, so I, I'm a little sad, but at the same 
Al Groby, and I liked him, obviously, but, um, I mean, when it comes to just the three people that we met, the three villains that we met, out of those three, I think Warpgate would probably be my favorite villain. Really? As of right now. Because Shitty Rock, he's a little kid, basically. Well, he has the mentality of a little kid, and he did get his way, and he starts scratching at his... Like, <laughs> the whole mental breakdown. Yes, like the that. whole mental breakdown over the fact that he didn't win the first time. Like, did, like that's immature child mentality to think that you weren't going to win the first time you went up against this all guy. Night. All my fault. <laughs> with your hoodlums that came out of the street. Like, you thought that those people were actually going to be able to defeat All Might. It doesn't matter how many numbers you bring to the fight. Yeah. You have to have, and he had no strategy. Shigaraki had, like, no strategy. It was just to bring... Warpgate was basically his uh, DD. (laughs) (laughs) He was basically his designated driver to Epcot. Yeah. um, (laughs) high. Um, And then the Nomu, all he did, that was his dog. Go attack! Fetch! Oh my gosh, yeah. That's basically what it is. The Nomus were so creepy. I couldn't tell if he was, like, a human or, like... This weird mutation alien thing. Yeah, so it's like, it's literally just his Dee and his pet. He had no strategy just to bring them to. And he was rolling around in his truck asking people, hey, you want to come with me? Oh, yeah. Pull up on your way. He's like, oh, you look like a villain. You want to come and help me kill All Might? And they just all hopped in the back and was like, yeah. <laughs> Towing all these villains. Look how you haul for them. Yeah, because even the kids were able to take them down and it was their first train. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on now. I just, yeah, so that's why I say Warpgate, because he's just, and he's also, he, Warpgate, to me, seems like uh, Shigaraki's caregiver as well, because yeah. he would calm down Shigaraki. That's true. More of Shigaraki being a child, and why he's not my favorite villain as of season one, because he's like, Shigaraki, please, calm down. It's okay. We can get him next time. You know, we have all this time to do it. And he's like, no, it needs to be now. And then, like, <laughs> as all my blasting no move through the ceiling, it's like, well, it won't be this time. It's not going to be now, buddy. It's not going to be now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my take on villains. You already know kind of a little bit how your take on villains. You know, they're your favorite. Yeah, so, just by default. So who would be your favorite first? Like your number one. Of the, the villains? Yeah. Would it be Shigaraki? It won't be no move. It's definitely not no move. Yeah, no. So I guess my only options here are Shigaraki and Warpgate. Or the hoodlums. Oh, yeah. You can choose a hoodlum. I'm going to choose a hoodlum. (laughs) The one that Froppy beat. All those water ones and all the... (laughs) They looked so weak, and and Shigaraki actually thought that that plan was going to work. I know. I will say that I did really like um, when Momo and Jiro and um, Kaminari were fighting their hoodlums. Oh, yeah. I liked that little back and forth. It wasn't Deku and Asui and were not my favorite, but that no, one. That one favorite. was good though. That one was really good. I liked Denki when he he used his power. What was it that? He's just like <laughs> yeah, he gets all loopy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was really good. That was probably my favorite one. And then you didn't we didn't really see much of uh, Kacha and Kirishima, which I think that's when their friendship began. Yeah. I think that's when it started. Like Kirishima's like, ooh, he's a Whatever, like, don't talk to me. He literally just couldn't shake him after that. 
No, literally. He tried. That was, that, this is me realizing that was the moment it started. <laughs> literally. That their friendship started. We didn't, but we didn't really see much of Tailman. I can't remember his name. If you ever hear us say they're quirk or, you know, we describe them, that means <laughs> yeah. they're clearly not even in the top ten of our favorites. But don't worry, we will, we will talk about all we these about characteristic, these. like, characters in depth about their quirks and their personalities in another series. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, while we're just trying to recap, yeah, don't expect so, it to be yeah. on top of our heads. Dupla Arms, Tailman, Invisible World, those are their names to me. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't see much of Tailman. Uh, who else did we not see? Saro Tape. Sarah, I do know his name, <laughs> even though he wouldn't be my top ten. You know what? He's one of my least favorites, not because of his personality, but because of his quirk. I, I <laughs> so, hate it. So Manetta is your least favorite because of his just his just mindset, everything. just everything, just everything. Same as me. But Sarah because of his because of his quirk. Because in my head, I cannot see how you evolve to having tape shoot out of your elbows, I and think, it literally even looks like tape dispensers. I'm like, how I does think, this happen in nature? I think. Put them together, you got tape. You got Sarah! (laughs) So, Sarah will be your least favorite because of Quirk, not Anna Voice or Coda or whatever his name is, the animal. You know, I don't like him because of his face. Oh, well, dang! (laughs) I don't like how he looks. Earphone Jack, that wouldn't be your least favorite? No, she's not my least favorite. It seems useless, but (laughs) I don't think it is. So I think she she's got a good concert. Exactly. Yeah. That's about it. No, she can listen out for footsteps. Okay, I guess. You know. Sugar rush. Sugar rush is okay. It's, that's good. He can eat a bunch of sugar and he gets strong. Diabetes. Well, I <laughs> I would hope that his quirk evolved around diabetes for his sake. Well, we don't. Wouldn't know. he have it by now? We don't know. Oh, we may never know. Maybe. For a regular human, diabetes would, you know, it's it takes a little bit less to get it as opposed to him. Yeah. Maybe he can eat for eat sugar breakfast, lunch, and dinner for twenty years and still not get it, but then exactly. eventually he will. But us, we eat sugar breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and we'll get diabetes the next day. <laughs> exactly. But, so you know, it's a little bit more practical. Plus, um, he can cook. He oh he cook. <sighs> he can cook. Mm-hmm. Um. Naval laser. I like his personality. I do like Aoma. I do, yeah, I do like him. But um, um, I don't know if I like his quirk. No, I don't think I like. But his I do like her. Um, is there anything that you would like to see more in season two? Definitely less Minetta. I would agree. <laughs> definitely less Minetta. Please. We can always do less of him, and I definitely want to see more Todoroki. I want to see more other people too. Like, well, yeah, I guess. But all I can think of right now are my favorites because it's season one. So, give me more of my favorites. I want to learn their backstories. I want to learn more about their quirks. I want to learn where their development's gonna go. That's what I care about right now. I guess since I saw Kakon literally from the first episode to the last episode, maybe that's why I thought that I would want to see more since Kakon is my favorite. Exactly. Um, I would like to not see overall. I would not have liked to see Minetta. Asui, she's just a frog. Like, and frogs are not cute. Well, some of them are. I would say some of them are. Frogs 
cute. I do know somebody who is absolutely obsessed with, I wouldn't say obsessed, but they do like Asami a lot. And you want to know why? Why? Because of that tongue. Literally the words out of her mouth. Literally the words out of her mouth. Don't we see that in the anime at some point? That okay. reference about her tongue? I don't know. Do we? I feel like she saves one of them. Oh, no. She definitely does save somebody with her tongue. But I don't think anybody says anything. No, I could have swore I have this memory. It has to be Dainty. And he's on the floor and he's like, her tongue. What? I don't remember that. I just don't know if it's from season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. But definitely, I'm pretty sure a lot of boys out there are like, ooh, that tongue though. Like, ew. We haven't even talked about how Deku even got into Yue. Of all people. Of all people. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't do one for all at 100%, let alone 1%. Like, how? Yeah, every t- at this point, every time he's using his quirk, he's breaking an arm or a leg or a finger. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> ends Absolutely up in the infirmary. Ridiculous. Like, I think at this point, he's already shattered his arm. Yes, at, in the entrance of the dance, he's actually shattered his arm. Yeah. Um, defeating the very last robot in the last, what, 10 seconds yeah. of the exam? which was not even his task. What was his task? They were supposed to gather points, right? And he yes. had zero points. And he defeats a monster, or a robot, but actually, the robot counted as zero. Exactly. I forgot about that. See? The robot counted as zero. It was like a, a throw-in, and... He defeated it, though. Like, I mean, yeah, he did. That's crazy. A kid who didn't have a quirk a summer ago defeats the one robot that was, you know, actually zero points, but the biggest one, and nobody else knew what to do. But the only reason why he jumped in was because of the fact that he had to save Wichaka Uraka, and he felt that maybe I can get some pussy. <laughs> After meeting her before the entrance exam, he was like, maybe I can get some good pink pussy. That is so not what he was thinking. <laughs> Let's be real here. He don't got nothing in that notebook about that. <laughs> he don't know nothing. He's like, maybe I can make, or maybe he was like, I can make a good friend. I don't know. He well, also, like, only had a crush on her for, like, two minutes of the show. True. It was so short-lived. It was not short-lived. It was pretty short-lived. He, as he far thought as. that she was cute when he first met her before the entrance exam. He then saves her, but later on in the season, he does, like, start to blush and get all choked up when she's around him. But eventually, that goes away. Exactly. Like, it stops after a while. It does stop after a while. I don't remember exactly when it stops. Honestly, when he first is talking to her, he's acting like he's never even seen a girl before in his life. Like, he's acting like it's the first girl he's ever talked to. And I feel like that might be the reason why he, like, liked her for a little bit. Because he's like, that's the first chick that ever talked to me. Yeah. So, like, oh my god, you know, I love her. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure if I had not ever talked to a man, and a man talked to me, I would be head over heels over him. Would because you? I would have I would have no experience. <laughs> if you have no experience, you don't know nothing. I guess so. So anyway, he gets in because he he impresses the judges by saving her. Oh, he does. Because he, does. he breaks every single one of his bones while Just punching that robot. His both his legs, one arm. They're all flailing that in the wind while he's jumping in the air. It's the same, it's the same, you know, feeling that, oh my god, when he first tried to save Clawjaw, and like, 
you know, Jeffy knew back then he didn't have a clue. He still decided to help. Right. Same with Ben. He, he couldn't even he couldn't, save himself from that monster, and he still jumped in. Yeah, he knew that he couldn't, you know, use one for all at the best percentage, and he still jumped in to help her, to save her. He did. Um, which yeah. won him over, or won the judges over. They absolutely loved him. Except Aizawa. Aizawa was not having it. No. Because when they were doing their little fifth grader pacer test, whatever things, uh, he was like, you can't use, you can't keep breaking yourself. Right. Like, See, my man is practical. He's looking at him like, how are you going to save someone on the street and you have, <laughs> you result injuries. in all these broken bodies. Like, they do this pacer test thing and he throws the ball up into the air, breaks all these, re- all these records, but breaks a finger just breaks to the throw the ball. Do it. And Kachan obviously does not like that because he's like, what the fuck? Well, Kachan broke the record first and then Deku had some nerve to come break his record. Which... Deku's like, oh shit. What did I do? I messed this up. Now I'm not about to get beat up. And no, honestly, Deku, I will say one thing about Deku is that he's really good about not backing down to Kachan. Because yeah. he's never like, oh sorry, you're, you, I mean he is, like, I guess. He does get but that way, yeah, yeah, but he will always say, like, I am going to surpass you. Like, mm-hmm. I am going to do my best to beat you. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So that's a good thing, I think, about his personality. I, yeah, I do like that. The only good thing. <laughs> the only good thing. Yeah, because he doesn't, you know, he does get that way where if Kashan like, turns around and, like, starts screaming at him, he does get all, like, worm squirming and get all scared. But when he talks, when he specifically says, you can't beat me or anything of that nature, nature yeah. he's like, no, you got one motherfucking thing wrong about me. I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. Whether it be now or oh, speaking of which, their fight during the training when oh, him and Deku when fight he, when he blows a hole through the, the building. Yes, and, and Kachan is literally pissed, like he's on he pure blood murder mode because he like he that's what Kachan literally forgets that Deku's smart as shit. Yeah, they're both really smart because Kachan's a genius in yes. his own right. But when it comes to like fighting. All that brains just comes out of Kachan, or not all of it, some of it does, and it's just blood in his eyes, especially when it comes to Deku. Yes. So, like, Deku was all brains and not really bronze because he just got his quirk, so he's like, I need to outdo him in another way, then he can outdo me. So, that whole, like, him blowing a hole through, they still ended up not passing that. So many people in danger. Yeah. Well, people. Yeah, no one was there, but I mean, they did explode the entire building. So yeah, so that was in real life. Right. Exactly. That would be really messed up. I will say I did like that part of the show. Mm -hmm. I totally forgot about that. That was a really good arc. That was good. And then you have Todoroki as well. Yeah. That was what I fell in love with him. He freezes the whole building, and then everybody else that's like even farther away watching watching it. Through like a TV he even or freezes his teammates. He's like, yeah, everyone just stay still. I yeah. got this. Everybody else is shivering or frozen in place and all that stuff. But he he frees them eventually after he puts his hand on that rocket and get out one. Right. But everybody else's before and after there, I don't really care about. I don't even think I can remember them exactly yeah. like who fought with who and against who or whatever. 
is that? Not outside of their teams, I don't think. Yeah. But I will say, Tinya, he, he was playing that part. Yeah. He, he had to I love Tinya. He's so funny. <laughs> like, he, that's one person that takes something so serious. He understands the assignment. He understands the assignment. <laughs> he was the only one that understood the assignment. I think the teachers even, like, commended him for that. Everybody yeah. else was like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Ochaco. Because Kachan was not even doing the assignment. He was just... He was just going right after Deku. He assassination mode. Yeah, he did not care mm-hmm. at all. And then you have Ochako who, like, like uh, defied gravity by yeah. touching all the rocks and then hitting them like a baseball and they go flying towards him and could have actually killed Tinya. Yeah. And if anybody else in that vicinity, like, yeah, they're children, beginners. Right. And that's why they're there. And that's why they're training, because they do have to bear these moral ethics in mind for when they do get out, get to be out in the world and fight like real heroes. Yeah. Well said. you have anything else to touch on your favorite show? No, but I do think that that last comment on, you know, putting it back into the real world and all their learnings will come up in season two. See you guys then. See you guys then. Sydney, I got exactly what I wanted in season two. More Todoroki. Oh yeah, because that's when we meet, we uh, we don't meet him, really, I guess, but Deku and Todoroki actually meet. Yeah, they interact for the first time. And that's when, like, we had the the sports festival. The sports festival, yes. Todoroki at one point was like, bro, are you the love child of the Because like... (laughs) Y'all got the same power, and he was like, this is like after, um, they fought, right? Yes. It's after they fought. By the way, I love how we get to see who the smart people are in this show. Yes. Because no one else has figured out that Deku and All Might are- Have a connection. Right. Even though All Might's been his teacher, only came to UA when Midoriya came to UA, mm-hmm. but they Kachan, have the Kachan same Detroit have, smash. Kachan, I don't think that he's at that part yet. Mm-hmm. Where he thinks that it's all mine, or he knows that it's all mine, or whatever. But he does think it's really weird. Yeah, he definitely does suspect something. We've lived near, not together, near each other for this long, and I didn't know that you had a toy. And that's when, like, Kachan's all pissed because he's like, You were hiding this from me because, you know, you want to surpass me. And Deku was back in the back of his head, like, we just got this last summer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like yesterday. Like, yeah, literally like yesterday, two months ago, whatever. Like. And also, like, he knows that his um, idol has been All Might literally his entire life. And then all of a sudden, he has the same quirk. And suddenly, y'all are chit-chatting it up outside of class. Best friends. He's I would have known you. if you've met All Might. Like, you would have had the picture up on your wall, signature and everything. Yes, you would have came to me immediately after it happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now, I know something's up. So I like that the show's given us, like, those two, like those two specifically, are the ones who are putting it together. I like that. And Deku could not keep up with it. He's like, yeah, <laughs> they're they're catching on way too fast, way too like. Kachan, I can understand, but Todoroki just met me. Last just week. met you, and he's like, "Are you his love child?" <laughs> like, Lord. But I thought that part was so funny because Todoroki's like, "I can understand. I'm yeah. Endeavor's love child." Yeah, I'm Endeavor's <laughs> love child. Except they were actually together, but still, like. So I like that we get his little backstory. Of, um, 
why his mom burned the hell out of his eyeball. Yeah, my that poor baby. A, oh, yeah, that was very sad. I was, yeah. I was like, oh, why did you do that with your other kid? Why him? <laughs> of all of them. Too I know. Poor thing. Yeah. But basically, because of that, we see how determined he is to set his own path. To be his own man. And to not use his dad's power. And right. Stuff like that. And that's what Deku kind of gets on his case about this season. Mm-hmm. Like, in, their, in their fight, he's like, literally, if you're going to be a hero, you need to go all out on me. I don't care if I can use 100% or not. Kill me. <laughs> yeah. Near death, kill me. And Shoto's literally like, do and you realize what you're saying to me right, right now? Right. I can demolish you in <laughs> two seconds. You before know who I can, am? Before I can, you can even finish that sentence, I could kill you already. Yeah. And he still doesn't. He still doesn't even try. He still is losing. I know. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, honestly, and he better had lost that fight. I would have been mad if he still won. Who? Um, Deku. Why? What do you mean, why? Deku, at that point, does not deserve to lose. I mean, to win against Todoroki. Todoroki got into UA on a recommendation. He's already set on being amazing. And Deku's still breaking fingers. Todoroki's fight because of the the back and forth conversation and, and the back and forth in Todoroki himself. Yeah. Trying to figure out what he wanted to do and and figure out if he really wanted to fuck Deku's ass up. Or should he just let Deku win and be like, okay, Deku, all my love child. <laughs> I guess I'll let you win. <laughs> I really like that um, that fight between them and because of all the character development that happened like so yes, fast within it. Just that yeah. one part. Like in just like Todoroki's whole character changed just from that fight. Mm-hmm. And I really like number one, I like how um, we see how much of an influence that Deku has on others mm-hmm. because that's another redeeming quality of his that are very few mm-hmm. <laughs> in my opinion. I will say my hero has I wouldn't say the number one best, but one of the best character developments for yeah. multiple, not even just the main character, but multiple characters in that show. Yeah, I, I like that, that they weren't lazy with the characters because they could have given us a lot of characters. They could have, yeah, they could have literally just let Deku and Todoroki fight it out, and yeah. that's it, and we and don't want anything else right. from him. They picked the they picked the perfect times to character develop these people, mm-hmm. these kids, you know. And not just give them a backstory and that's it. Like live and in action, we see them developing and getting better and all that stuff. So, would you say the sports festival is your favorite part of the season? Um, I actually don't think that. Well, I it's one of my favorites. There's a lot of stuff that happens in season two that I really like. Um, I don't. I think the duels. In the sports festival, my favorite. I think the first race that they did in oh, yeah. just that was my favorite. You know, Deku's smart thinking yet yeah. again, um, grabbing all those mines and blasting off in space, whatever. Um, I liked that whole head-on-head combat that I love Todoroki did. Yes, I love Todoroki in that race. And how they, like, Kasha and Todoroki are only focused on Literally. each other. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you see Deku in the sky with like a broken piece of the robot flying <laughs> over. And they're like, huh? And then it's just neck and neck of these three kids. And then Deku ends up winning. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Yeah, that was good. Um, I really like how both Kachan and Todoroki are so like winning mindset. Like yes. both of them are hell bent on being on top. And I really yes. like that. All three of them though. 
true, but I feel like, like they don't. They're not on the same. They don't think that they're on the same level. Right. Yes. Exactly. They don't think that, so they don't think that they need to worry about him and what he's got to offer mm-hmm. when uh, they overestimated him because he's got a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, or they underestimated him, not over under. Um, I think another part that I liked in season two would be the Broncos Owns games. Yeah. I liked that, that was really funny. It was yeah, it was really funny. I liked that it wasn't just the students going up against mm-hmm. each other like the you know the other tests were that they did with all night, but it was two students going up against a teacher, like a legit pro hero over here. And I love that because we got to see all of the teachers like more and like yes. what they're capable of. The one with present Mike was hilarious. I thought that one was so yeah. good. <laughs> into the arena like he went two steps into the arena and he's like well I'll get this over quickly and just screams and that's it and like they ended up passing that one which he really he didn't think that they would (laughs) I didn't think that they would (laughs) he doubted the hell out of them and I was like I think that those three in that that exam were the best three to put together because you have present Mike who's really freaking loud Jiro who has the earphone jack, so I she feel like she makes a loud noise. Yeah, never her ears were like bleeding. Mm-hmm. And then you have Annie voice Coda, where he he's still like talking, he's more of the whisper while President Mike is the yelling and Jiro is the in-between, I guess, mm-hmm. type of thing. And I really liked that. Um I liked Todoroki Todoroki Momo versus Aizawa. Of course. I liked them theirs. Um once again, more um, character development happened so much in that one. Yes. Uh, what's another but it was more for Momo. Yeah, it was more for Momo. But we do see Todoroki fail the mm-hmm. first time. Did he fail? Yeah, because remember, he comes up with a plan. Oh, and, and his, and his plan, plan, plan fails. Exactly. Okay, I thought you meant the whole thing. I was like, wait, they didn't fail that one. They didn't have women winning, but it's because of Momo that they won. And like, right. Um, the two, oh, also the two kids that got recommended... Uh, oh, yeah. Recommendations. Yeah, because Momo also got in from a recommendation. But I don't even understand why, though, because, like, in that fight, she's so timid. Like, you don't see her, you know, really take action like Todoroki does. Like, she's more of, like, a, oh, gosh. like. You know, but she wasn't doing? always that way, remember? was like, purposely trying to use this battle to help her get her confidence back because she lost it a little bit in the last season when the villains came. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But I do like that Aizawa just didn't take that and crush the hell out of both of them. <laughs> no. We yeah. got to see he's a little bit of a softie. Yeah, even though he is their teacher, and yes, he has to teach them those kind of things. Right. He could have definitely wrecked their asses if he really wanted to, but I like that. He, yeah. He and even all the teachers were like, did you go easy on them? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a softie despite his demeanor mm-hmm. when he's talking to everybody else and whatnot. Um, I liked... I liked, hmm, I think Kachaku's at boost, too. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Oh, yeah, they're versus All Might. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anybody else that wasn't obviously the main characters that I liked. Oh. Their fight was kind of annoying, though. Low-key. Because they were fighting the whole time. Exactly. They were fighting each other. And they were supposed to be exactly. fighting All Might and stuff like that, which I also did not appreciate so much. But they do. Somehow. Somehow. It was Kachan. 
versus principal and mentor. Oh, yeah. Even though they failed, I really liked that one because you get to see what principal and mentor can do. Mm-hmm. And they were shocked as hell. Dina and Becky were shocked. Danky. Sorry, Danky was shocked as hell at what principal and mentor can do with his quirk and whatnot. Um, Surprisingly enough, they put my two least favorite characters together, Saro and Mineta. Oh my god. But they put them oh, against my favorite teacher, Lady Midnight. I wonder why. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Honestly, um, I really liked that one. I was upset that Mineta won. It was so funny that he passed, though, yeah. and Saro didn't. Because, like, that was, I think that was the editors, or, like, not the editors, but the producers saying, we know that y'all probably are not going to like Mineta, and, but we're going to make him pass something, and the person he's with fails something. Yeah. I still, that probably made me not like Mineta even more. Even more, literally. Like, but it made I, me like Lady Midnight even more. I hated the fact that even though Sarah, like, Sarah failed because she put him under. Like, in Mineta, I don't even think really helped Sarah out. He didn't. He just ran. So he ran like, away. That's why I probably don't like that. He's even more of a little bitch than um, Deku is, honestly. Really, though? Like, I just didn't... Because at that. least Deku will come through for you. Like, that's one thing you can depend on. Like, I don't know if he's going to actually be able to do anything, but he's going to be there. He's going to try. Yeah, he'll try. Whereas Mineta is... Is just running, Turning tail and running. Even though you would think that this would be his favorite, favorite person to be up against of all people... <laughs> Lady Midnight, she's a seductress. That's literally her quirk. It's sedu- right. seducing, whatever it is. But, like, I just, yeah, I think that, like, Sarah should have gotten, you know, some leeway, I guess, or, like, maybe gotten his own little exam against somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't like that. Makeup test. Makeup test, something. Um, so then we also get to see in the practical exams Togiyami and Asui, which oh, are, yeah. like, the two... Animals, kind I of? guess. Um, because um, Tokiyami's got black shadow, shadow, dark shadow, but it's kind of like a bird. Bird, and his head is a bird, and then yeah. also he literally has all the quirks of just a frog. Um, ew. Um, but they fight ectoplasm, and he like can duplicate himself in multiple different ways, but then they end up passing that one. Um, but with dark shadow, I really like dark shadow because in the sports festival, you see his pros and his cons. He he's really strong. Yeah. He's really strong in the dark. But when it comes to light, weak, weak bitch, weak <laughs> bitch. Dark Shadow is. Um, and I kind of feel sorry for Dark, dark Shadow because Dark Shadow actually has like a a personality. Yeah. He's not just this thing that comes out of Tokiyami's belly button because it does come out of his belly button. Um, but, but it's sad because like Tokiomi has to like fight him so much because he can get consumed by yes. him, oh and it makes God. you feel weird about Dark Shadow's personality because sometimes he mm-hmm. seems like a cute pet, and then other times he's like about to possess. Him. Yes, I like I was, that made me feel like I didn't think that I was going to like Tokiomi, but because of that, I started to like Tokiomi. Yeah, that's not as much a good as, trait, you know, my boys that I have, but like. Yeah, I definitely did. And even with that whole like fighting Dark Shadow, he's still one third place, but he only won third place because Kachak overpowered Dark Shadow with all the light, his explosions yeah. and his light, and Dark Shadow was terrified of that. So I mean, 
mean, but if he did not beat Kachan, do you really think he would have been able to beat um, Todoroki with his half hot, half cold? He would have came up against the same type of problem with the light. True. I'm not saying that he should have won, but like, despite all of that, he still got third. Yeah. Based off of everybody else that, you know, he fought and won B and whatnot, he still won. Third place. If you notice, none of um, 1B ended up on, on the top three because it's Kachan won, mm-hmm. and they had to muzzle him. And then, Oh, my God. I like that. that that's yeah. when I really was like, I love this boy. Like, <laughs> even though he's aggressive, I love him. He was so It was bad. so funny. He was like, don't put even with that, that middle woman. <laughs> yeah. He won at all. Well, because, like, he felt like Todoroki kind of, you know. Chicken out. Chicken out on their fight, and you know how he is. Yeah, his, he wants too much for his ego. Yeah, he wants to beat you fair and square. And mm-hmm. by Todoroki, you know, basically letting him win, that really pissed him off. But yeah. like, in all seriousness, who do you think would have actually won that if they, if Todoroki had used his full power? If he, I feel like we're gonna be t- different people. On you this. know, I honestly feel like Kachan still would have won. Okay, you, okay, thank good. Because I was gonna say Tony Kachan. I was gonna say Kachan doesn't lose. We know this already. He doesn't lose, but like Todoroki. The has way two he is, the way he is, is because it's all facts. Like he's not wrong. He is the best. He is a winner. He does have will the best he, court. Will he continue to be first on top of Deku? Honestly, I think that he should. But yeah. I, but the way the show is going, I don't think that he will. Because always the underdog, the main character has Which to be. Which I feel top. like is so unrealistic. I think that they should make it that Kashan is number one hero at the end of this, but whatever. Whatever. I think that is unrealistic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely think that Kachan still would have won that. Even though Todoroki has two completely different powers yeah. on the t- opposite side of the spectrum. I think Todoroki doesn't have that level of crazy needed mm-hmm. to go all out and mm-hmm. to like win. Because if so... He has the drive. <clears throat> right, because if, if it were based on that, on just powers alone, Todoroki's power, I think, is definitely stronger than Kachan. It's just the fact that he doesn't have that type of personality that Kachan has. Yeah, and he was still broken up about <laughs> yeah. him and Deku's fight before. He's like, do I listen to Deku? Or do I listen to my daddy? Or do I just listen to myself? Who do I listen to? So, I know. Yeah, I think that really messed him up. Where Kachan is sure of himself. He doesn't have yeah. doubts. Of he doesn't need no pep talk. No <laughs> yeah. one, especially Deku. Right. Because we don't need that. Exactly. So we have... So I, I guess it's fitting that he's number two, that mm-hmm. he ends up winning in second place. Just like his dad. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly never put that together until now. I say just <laughs> like his dad. That's it so would have been even worse, though, for Endeavor if Deku went first. I know. Because like, bro, he's got the same power all night. Shut up! He was He was screaming. Just like yeah. he was during He was the already show. screaming. <laughs> but it would have been a different kind of screaming. It would have him walking down those stairs like he did, but instead he's gonna be jumping in the ring. <laughs> yeah. Like, Shut up! What are you doing? Why? Why did you lose? Yeah. But Todoroki does end up winning the Calvary with yeah, um, he did. Kaminari, Momo, and Ida. But Ida was really the reason that they won. Ida was definitely the reason why they won. Even I have to admit that he grabbed. He grabbed the 10,000 from Deku, and yep. Deku tried to grab it back, and then ended up grabbing a wrong one, yep. and that's why they won. So it was really Ida's engine legs being that fast. It was his that, victory, honestly. His victory. Mm-hmm. But, but I like all the people that we got to meet from the sports festival, like one. Some of them 
was rooting for Shinzo. I like Shinzo because of um, how, despite his quirk, he still believed that he could be a hero and he yeah. should be a hero. And he gave his whole. Because you would think he's going to be a villain. He's brainwashing. That, yes, they even say that in the show. They think that he's, you know, going to be a villain, or his quirk is good for being a villain. And even after that, when he lost, how upset he was, he was like the silent type upset. He wasn't caught on upset. And sometimes that's actually scarier than the cop on upset. <laughs> yeah. So you would think that he would turn into a villain from that, or he would drop out of UA, or, you know, go on to do something that mm-hmm. was completely left field from being at UA and being a, a hero or trying to be a hero. Right. So that's why I enjoyed Shinzo, because he. All these characters. Despite what goes on in their life, they are very persistent at being or trying to be what they want to be. Yeah. Nobody gives up at all, and nobody lets anybody give up. Yeah. One of the many things I love about the show, like, just a lot. It's a, it completely different from what real life high schools look like, <laughs> yeah. where everybody is there to tear you down and don't give a fuck. That's true. That's true. They all really have good personalities. They all complement each other really well. Try to support their fellow heroes on becoming heroes, even, even though, though it is mostly competition. It's com- yeah, it's competition. They're trying to be number one. Yeah, and they're in the class with kids who could potentially be number one or one B or anybody, and they're still very supportive. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Now one B towards one A, different story. Specifically, <laughs> yeah. but that's fitting though. You gotta have a, a healthy high school rivalry. True, but like for what's his name? The guy who could take your quirk from you? I think his name is Manoma. Either Manoma or Mono, whatever, but him. Yeah. He's the he's the one guy in one B that's like, eh, we're better, but really no. I love him. He's so funny. He's funny. He is funny. And then the girl He's like a true psychopath. And the girl with the big hands, how she's always there like in shopping in the bed and she's like, sorry guys. Yeah. I feel like he might be on some medication. So like, <laughs> I feel like she might be like But I like him. He's really cool. But then after after um, the sports festival, they picked their hero names. Yes. Which I had been waiting for this. And their since, costumes. And their costumes. Since season one. Because I was like, I wonder, like, are they going to have somebody else pick their names? Or are they going to do it? What is the, what are the requirements? And then Lady Midnight comes in and she's like, you're picking your names. And that was some, a cool episode. I liked it. That was a cool episode. Some people went with like ob- the obvious reason. Some people had really unique ones. Some of them. Red Riot. Red Riot. Earphone Jack. <laughs> done better. Um, Shoto, of course. Shoto. Shoto <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's his name. Um, Kachan didn't choose one. Kachan chose one, <laughs> but got turned down both times. Yeah, that's Lord true. Lord Explosion Murder really. Like, That's a great superhero name. Okay, but if you're trying to be a hero, kids are going to be scared of you. They're already Imagine your little, your little kid in the street. Thank you, Lord Explosion Murder. Exactly. But you're they, coming to save me. But they wouldn't even say it like that. They would be terrified. They'd be <laughs> running away saying, thank you, I got the Like, because yeah. of his face. Oh, it's scary. His attitude, his presence. So that's why he got turned down. And we still don't even yeah, that's true. We, they still call him by his name mm-hmm. after that. And I was so upset that we still had no conclusion as to what his superhero name is. How do you feel about Deku choosing D- 
Deku as his superhero name. I am. I understand why, uh, but I don't think that I would have done it. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's not Rockford. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, the Rockford means useless. useless. Okay, so that is the right word I'm using. It's derogatory. It's talking down on him. Like it's literally useless. Useless. Yes. And I would not have liked that. I wouldn't even put Lord in front of it or King. <laughs> King Deku. King Useless. No. I would choose something else. I don't know what he should have chosen because he can't choose All Might. He can't choose All Deku in the Earth. It has to be All Useless. All Useless. (laughs) Honestly, I think I like that one. He should be be All Deku. All Useless. Thank you for helping me. But yeah, I think I should have definitely, he should have definitely done does have some meaning behind it. You know, Kachan calls him useless, but he's going to defy that name and be useful. And I don't think Kachan was very happy about him using his nickname for him as his superior superior name, because now it's not going to be degrading. It's not going to be demeaning. Now it's like an endearing term. It's an endearing term. And everyone calls (laughs) him. So, I like that. Um, after they get their hero names and their costumes and whatnot, then they go to Dragon Queen, I guess. Yeah. And, and Deku has, like, one. And he has one, while everybody else from the sports festival has, like, a whole bunch, or they've got some in mind. Deku doesn't even have one in mind that he goes to. <laughs> He's completely clueless. Clueless? I don't understand. Is he not in class with these same people learning the same thing? You know, All Might at this point is just not doing a very good job as his teacher. And that's why I said he's irresponsible. <laughs> you did say that. Um, so then he gets Gran Torino, and Gran Torino is this old man that nobody would ever think would even like want to be an internship, be an intern or whatever. And I don't think he really did. Um, he just saw that Deku could not use all for one, I mean one for all, and that was an issue with him. That was already an issue. He's like, just think of it as a pastry in the microwave or whatever. Yeah. I mean, everyone tries to give Deku these ideas because even All Might was like, picture an ember and don't let it go out. And Deku just can't get it. Just can't get it. And But Gran Torino was a really good person for Deku to go to because he knows All Might's secret and that Deku is the successor. So, like, he... Deku doesn't need to, like, watch his words and what he says. So he's able to, like, help him a little bit. And he's able to do, like, what, 1%, 5%? Yeah, 5, body. I think. 5%, full body, for one for all. Yeah, and now he just he gets to maintain that. And he can maintain that. And then... So he did learn a lot. He did learn a lot. In, like, what, the three days? Yeah, it wasn't ended, very long. Because they ended up ending the, in, the internship because the hero killer Sting comes in. During the sports festival, he kills, no, almost kills, almost Ida's kills brother. Ida's brother, yeah. and so that Ida ends up getting an internship in the same city that this hero killer Sting is. Yeah, he did that on purpose. No, 100%. Yeah. I do. Shoot, you, you nearly killed my brother. I'm coming after your ass. Quick. Um, and Luckily, so, 
um, he was not the only one on that side of town because his ass would have had the same he result. Died. <laughs> like, I don't know who told him he could do a better job he, than his brother. EUA for, you're EUA for a reason. If you were that dog and good, you would have already been a hero. You Your brother's already a pro hero and is in the hospital. So you think that you can do something? Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness, you know, karma, or not karma, but like the universe could definitely <laughs> a train riding past the city. Yeah, and Todoroki patrolling. Because that was a pretty awesome scene. I really like their friendship development in this season. Because you would have never thought Deku, Todoroki, and Ida and would Ida. be in the same issue to help each other with and to do it in a good way, a good manner, or whatever. Yeah, they work pretty well together, and from here on, like, their friendship, you know, is Gross. They're like their little friend group now. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. So, do you like Hirohiro's thing? I honestly didn't. You didn't like him? No. I mean, Why? Uh, his face. <laughs> okay, what about his ideologies? And his ideologies were like the basic villain ideologies for... Like, for you can't like, call yourself a hero. Right, like, you know what I mean? I guess that's kind of expected from that type of role, but... you But you would have thought that maybe Shigaraki would have been that way. Because I feel like normally it's the first villain. That they I like that with. Shigaraki does not like those ideals. No, yeah, for sure. I like, like that he's like, that's bullshit. But I'm just saying that you would normally think in a superhero movie that the first villain you meet would have those ideologies. Right. And I like how they switched that up. And it was the second one. And then I like how he, how he gets killed anyway. Like, yeah, he doesn't last very long. He doesn't last very long. And I think you... But I guess he sets the tone for the villains because you see all these villains coming to um, Light. apply, yeah. for, apply for the League of Villains and they all have this same Dang. ideology and it's like... But then Shigaraki doesn't like that so he doesn't even let those people in. Yeah. But you do see more rise of supervillains even if they don't want to be in the League of Villains. He raises that, that question in society where it's like yeah. are we really safe in this this little utopia that we've built for ourselves mm-hmm. type of superhero thing. or no superhero mm-hmm. yeah all that kind of stuff but I like that I think you didn't I think you liked it the fact that Stain died for other reasons <laughs> what are your reasons I mean I like that he wasn't going to be the main villain because yeah. when I saw him I was like okay don't tell me we're replacing Shigaraki with him now because I don't like him already but um I guess I like I really liked him fighting against the kids, because we talked about this a little bit in season one, but that moral aspect of it, he kind of forced that on them into their fight. Mm-hmm. And he kind of forced them to like understand it in his little way. And it changed them a lot. Yeah. They were really completely different when they got home. That and then they got in trouble for fighting. And then didn't the, I think Endeavor and Gran Torino were the ones that took the credit. Yeah, because they would have gotten in even more trouble. They would have gotten in yeah. even more trouble, which I think that's stupid. I think that's really that. stupid, too, but I get it because they're kids. I do get that. You they know? weren't supposed to. They didn't have their hero license mm-hmm. at that time, so they didn't – it wouldn't have been valid. Like, people would have been upset about it. Right. You know, they would have probably put on the school being like, y'all put them in that situation when really they didn't. Yeah. Things went on their own volition to do that. But at the same time, you got Shigaraki and his Nobu and his – Yeah, like literally at the same time. That's why no heroes could come and help them. Yeah, like they really that fight. They really had no choice but to deal with it on their own. The only the only hero that they had at the time was that the Native American guy that (laughs) that got uh, right. They were going to go save him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they all almost did not make it out of there. 
but because of certain blood types that they have, which I liked that, that it wasn't just blood in general, it was the types of blood that had different effects, and I thought that was really cool. I love how detailed the writing is for this yes. show. Because it, it does pay attention to small things like that. I would have never expected that. I did not expect that until he was like, oh, he must have, or like whatever he said, um, talking about, oh, he must have this different blood type and that different blood type. I think type. it was O, because wasn't it talking about Todoroki? Either that or Deku. I can't remember which one got on the face first, but okay. I do remember like him being like, oh, he's got a different blood type than the others because the Native American guy was still out. Yeah. When the kids got back, when one of the kids got back up, and it was like that Native American guy had been out for a while, <laughs> and I think he might have beat. I don't know. I don't know exactly what what um, one of these kind of things, what kind of blood type they have, but I did like that whole aspect of you know the blood types being different and affecting them differently and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that's obvious about Stain is that he was clearly needed for Shigaraki's character development as well. Because you even brought up like how when we first meet him, he's very childish and immature. And he has like these un they're not very deep convictions. It's just I wanted to be honest. Right. That's just about it. That's all we I think hear. Exactly. And he's kinda content with that. So the thing about Stain is he get it gets him thinking about what he's doing and he even comes up and talks to Deku in the mall. To ask him, like, what the fuck is different between me and him? Like, I thought I was the cool one. But even while he's talking to Deku, you still hear that immaturity. That she's like, nobody's talking about me anymore. Like, yeah. that? Like, just because this hero killer's staying, like, you know, it's selfishness. Yeah. So, because, it, and due to the fact that we see him, you know, questioning this, we clearly know that he's going through that type of development mm-hmm. himself. Because he does kind of... By the time he leaves Deku, we don't know what his decision is, but we know that he's made one. And what path he's going exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. And so it kind of sets the tone here that from here on out, things he, are different. Things are going to be different from him. He's going to be our main villain, and it's not going to be some unplanned nonsense with just Romu, Nomu's getting loose in the city or yeah. popping up at like, your training or whatever. Gonna, he's going to lay low. He's going to fester. Yeah. He's going to stew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this plan on what to do and set what is going to happen next. He's not going to do the whole rampaging stuff anymore. Exactly. And, and all that from hero killer staying. Yeah. And just his ideologies and how I think Shikaraki also just And how he hearing, gained more attention. He kept hearing like people talk about him and he hated that. And I think that proposition of seeing where Shigaraki is going to develop for me, is definitely what made me look forward to watching season three. I, I will agree with that. I think that and the other, since we saw like some of the other heroes or like um, students, I want to see more of 1B. Yeah. we literally just saw 1B and from the sports festival and that's it. And I was like, I want to see. Kirishima and Tetsu Tetsu. Yes, Kirishima and Tetsu Tetsu Spy. <laughs> like, I want to see that. Like, even though it was that was just a, a draw and they did what is it? Arm wrestling and who won that one? I can't remember who won that one. Mm-hmm. Was it not still a draw? I don't know. <laughs> it might have honestly still been a draw. I don't remember, but they're literally the exact same basically the exact same court. So like I wanna see more of that and like also Mono 
I want to see what he got, you know, up his sleeve, mm-hmm. his pros and cons of his quirk, and so that's, that's, I think that's what I mainly wanted to see. Big more. fist too. Big fist. Because we see her in, during the internships. Mm-hmm. A little bit with, uh, Momo. Yeah, Momo. She's with Momo. Maybe they're just two pretty girls. Yeah. That's the <laughs> mostly just why. posing for magazines. Yeah, mostly posing for magazines. But, yeah. That was, a, season two was a good season. Yeah. I will say. It, it roped me in a lot more. Definitely better. Than, yep, definitely better than number one. Not only, like, the least, the first one's always the best, but when it comes to shows, the second season was the best for this one. <laughs> and third season, forget to send us your requests and your thoughts and any questions that you might have so that we can add it to our Q&A at the end of the series. Or any animes that you want us to see that maybe we need to talk Yeah. Or what animes that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. We have a whole list. <laughs> well, that's a wrap for my year season one and two. Thanks for listening and join us again next Wednesday. Next episode, we'll be starting our series on Attack on Titan seasons one and two don't forget to connect with us at bakahanasu at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter at whole lot of baka link below in the show notes bye